All right, so um, after Avram, Mary Sarah, Marasamach Pela, we're introduced to the uh, Avram finding a wife for Yitzchak. He sends his Eved, Eved Avram. Of course, uh, you know, one of your gotcha questions you always ask people is who, who did Avram send to find a wife for, uh, for Yitzchak? Everyone says Eliezer, but there's no mention of Eliezer in, in the Parsha. It's uh, it always calls him Eved Avram, never by a name. Okay, that's an interesting point. Um, but the introduction to the parsha of Yitzchak and Rivka is the following: Avram was zaken; he had come through the days. Hashem blessed Avram bakel in everything. So, this is a very famous pasuk. The Gemara Baba Basra gives multiple pshatim. Right, so the Gemara Baba Basra says, Rameir says. That what was the bracha? That Avram did not have any daughters. Shem Makal, that he had no daughters. The Yehuda says that he had daughters. Some say his daughter's name was Bakal. Rebbe Lazar, says, he says that Avram, people would come from Mizrach and Mayrav to consult with Avram. That's what the Bakal is. Rebbe Shemani Yechai says that he had a certain gem, that if people looked at it, they would get healed. You know, all the pshat in the, the Midrash mean over here. Right, so we're just trying to figure out what's, what, what's the pshat in, these, in the, the Gemara. I mean, Hashem gave Avram a bracha that he didn't have a daughter. I mean, it sounds very nice. I mean, at first says, we just, we just finished talking about Sarah Imenu. We're about to talk about Rivka. You think uh, okay, the bracha, they don't have a daughter like Sarah and Rivka? Like, what's the, what's, the, what's, the, what's the kivot of the Medjish? So, first of Hirsch says, again, very, very, before, you know, we back up a little bit. What does it mean to be a zakin? There's a difference between zakin and yashan. Yashan means old. Old, worn out, no kaychis. You're, 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 you're yashan, you're old. It's like from the word of sleeping, right? Same, same shirish as sleeping. Person who's an old man, you've seen, you've seen people that you can call yashan as opposed to zakin. Zakin, on the other hand, is a person who, it's a culmination of his whole life, right? The Gemara says that a zakin is mishakana chachma, because zakin is a person that comes after many years with, with all the wisdom that he got, with all the things that he, he's accomplished. But the Gemara says, Zakin is Zeshekana Shnei Eilamais. A person was kind of two worlds. Zakin is the culmination of a person's accomplishments in life. And therefore, a Zakin is a person who, in this world, really already conquered and accomplished the next world. So the idea of Zakin, Baba Yamim, has the same connotation. A person, he came with his days after an entire life of Ramavinu, could look at it and he could say that. He, he accomplished Olam Haba even here in this world. That's the idea of Zakin Baba Yom. And Avshem was Berches Avram Bakhel. So we, we know uh, we say this in Benching. It's based on, uh, right? We say this in Benching. Again, based on the Gemara Baba Basra, right? We say Bakhel Mikol Kol, right? Um, just like, um, what's the Pazik say? What? Uh, right, uh, Bakal Mikol Kol. What does it mean, Bakal Mikol Kol? So Bakal refers to Avram Avinu, Vashem Berches Avram Bakal. Yitzchak, it says Mikol, right? Vaichal Mikol. That's why Yitzchak, when he ate the food that Yaakov brought him, Vaichal Mikol. And Yaakov, it says Yeshli Kol. He tells Esav Yeshli Kol. So Bakal Mikol Kol. And that's the brachas that Hashem gave to Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. So what does that mean? Bakal Mikol Kol is just like. It's a trick with the words. It sounds like the, we're saying something over here. The Gemara is saying something. What is the difference between the bracha of bakoil, mikoil, and koil? Avram Yitzchak Yaakov. So, you know, in, in most, in many, I don't want to say most, in many of the svarim that discuss the avais, 
Um, the way that it's usually discussed is Avram Avinu was Chesed, Yitzchak is Din, Yaakov, I don't know, Taira, Teferes, I'm not, you know, there's different ways of saying it, but MS, it's usually, you know, it's usually discussed in the context of some deep traits and, and uh, you know, characteristics of the Avais and, and their behaviors. And again, Hirsch touches on these things in some places. But the primary way he understands the story of the Avas is not necessarily right, in the story of in their Midas per se, but in the actual way that they actually lived in the world. Avram Avinu was an Asiyah Kim. Avram Avinu, he was a successful person. He was a person who was rich, who was powerful. People admired him. People looked up to him. He had a tremendous household and people followed him. He, uh, and that was, the, you know, that was the characteristic of Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu was a person who was... Uh, Avram Avinu, by the way, is Masak and Shachris. Shachris is daylight. The sun is rising, right? The success, his power, that's Avram Avinu. Yitzchak, so you see already Yitzchak, he's starting to have problems. Vayikanu by Plishtim. You know, he still had a certain measure of success. Meyasharim, he was... Right? But that came at a cost of jealousy from the world around him and people fighting him constantly. So Yitzchak represents a kind of lower stage of you are getting some success but the, the non-Jews around you they don't like you they're jealous of you they look at you differently and so it's a kind of lower level Yaakov on the other hand Yaakov Avinu lived a life of Yitzchak by the way is Masaka Mincha Mincha is the sun starting to set it's the second half of the day Yaakov on the other hand is Lila he's a life of darkness a life of constant suffering and trials and tribulation from one to the next and uh, Yaakov no, no, no surprise is Masaka and Tfilas Arvis this is, uh, this is Yaakov. That's, so so the, the Shvat, the, the Aves, are characterized by this idea of, the different, of their different life experiences. It's very interesting, and uh, maybe, you know, maybe we'll elaborate more on, on Mechu Kaisai, but towards the end of the Teichicha, when the Pasuk says that throughout the terrible Teichicha they'll get forgiveness, the Pasuk says, V'zacharti Yaakov, I'm going to remember the bris of Yaakov, V'afes prisi Yitzchak, V'afes prisi Avram Yaakov, and also Yitzchak, and also Avram. So what is this bris, right? So he says the brisi Avram is the bris, there's a bris called Avram. There's one of the brisim of the Rebbein Shalom. Hashem made a treaty with us called Avram. That's the name of the treaty. It's not the bris of Avram, it's brisi Avram. My bris, Avram. That is a bris. Yitzchak is a bris. Brisi Yitzchak and brisi Yaakov. These are three treaties, three brisim that Hashem made with Kla Yisrael and the way that Hashem is going to relate to them. Kla Yisrael... You know, it's the first one that comes as Yaakov, because we're coming here at the end of a Teichicha, that we're going to have a situation where Kaisal is going to be Yaakov. We're going to be hated by the world around us. They're going to persecute us. It's going to be a life of darkness. And Hashem says, there's a bris there too. In that, in your state of Yaakov, in the state where you're being persecuted, in the state of punishment, of darkness, of a, ya- of a life of Yaakov, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna still, through your devotion to the Rebbeinu Shalom, you're going to fulfill your mission. You'll have tremendous stars during that, during that night. And that's the bris of Yaakov. And then Hashem says, if you fulfill the bris of Yaakov and you stay true, then there'll be a bris of Yitzchak. Things will get better. You'll have some money. You'll be successful. You're still going to be treated differently. The guy am not going to look at you. They're going to be jealous of you. They're going to treat you differently. And uh, you're going to have to learn how to have that bris of Yitzchak. The bris of Yitzchak. Where, yes, you know, and th- think about it. first seems to be like almost describing his own times. The 19th century, you have the emancipation. Jews are uh, left the ghetto. They're having some success. But the Goyim still look at you, you're still Jews, you're still different. They're still not giving you the full rights of, uh, of, uh, you know, of, of, of society. They're not looking up to you, they're begrudgingly acknowledging that Rothschild is a successful banker and they have to contend with him. 
And we have to remember, in that time, we have, to, we have to not get deteriorated, we have to not get depressed, we have to recognize, yes, we're different, and fulfill the bris of Yitzchak. And then, when he does, then we have the bris of Avram. When you have the bris of Avram, and you'll be rich and you'll be powerful, and people will look up to you, not despite the fact that you're Jewish, but precisely because you're Jewish. That's the bris of Avram, and when, that, when he comes to that point, then Haaretz Eskar. Maybe, I don't know if that's the bris that we're in now, Okay, I don't know, maybe recent events uh, change things, but the idea, at least in America for a time, we were, we were wealthy, we were successful, um, and, uh, and our, we, we had to fulfill that bris of, of taking ourselves from Yitzchak to Yaakov, from turning the jealousy and the animosity of the world around us to the bris of Avram. These are the three the areas of, of, uh, of the Avais that Tafersh understands in, in, the, in the view of their life experiences. Not necessarily the Midas, but the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because that's what I said. Because it starts, we were coming after the Teichacha, we were in Gullus. So it starts with in Yaakov, because that's where we are. Then it brings to Yitzchak, then it goes to Avram. Yeah, 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 that's exactly the point, yeah. Now it's coming after the Teichacha, when we're dealing with the life of Yaakov. And then... Right, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he says, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the, and that's the... climbing up the ladder. Yeah. Actually, that's the Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. Again, this is this is very it's very broad. You know, there's, there's more places to talk about it, but that's generally you know through looking at the life experiences, but also in our puppet, Bakomi Kol Kol is that in looking at the others and and in their own lives and in the way that they brought out again, Avram Zakim Baba Yom, the idea of the others is there were that they were that they had Olam Haba even here in Olam Haza is that through their lives. So Avram Avinu, how did he do it? Right, he was blessed with everything. Avram, he had a successful life. He was successful in everything. Look, you could be very successful and still not be happy. You could still not have bracha. You could still not be... And that's what the Pazik says. Bakoil, with all the bracha that he had, he was, uh, he was blessed. Through all of the brachas that Hashem gave, Avram was, uh, was, was, was blessed. Yitzchak, on the other hand, right, he was oichel mikol. In other words, Yitzchak dealt with a lot of, with, with a lot of issues. Right? He dealt with challenges. Not the same as Yaakov. He dealt with the jealousy of the Plishtim. He dealt with an Esav. But ultimately, he found that Mikal, from everything that he did, even times of trouble, he still did the right thing and he was able to find bracha in Mikal, from everything. Not Bakal. He didn't have the success of Avram and that didn't translate into... But he was Mikal, despite, you know, he took, he took from everything that, 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 uh, that had and he drew a sustenance from there. He drew a happiness from there and that's the, 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 the Mikal. Yaakov Avinu, who had a life of... Uh, ultimately nothing, a life of darkness. But he said, Yesh I don't, he's the highest Vajrega. Right? I don't need anything. My, my, my job in this world is not to have stuff, is not to find, but it's to give. It's a life of duty. It's a life of having zero possessions, but still finding Olam Haba here in the world of darkness. Avram finds Olam Haba in the world of Mikal, from everything. His life is great, and in that, he finds, he finds that Zakim Baba Yom. He finds that he says, Yitzchak, he has to, you know, a little bit harder, he has to draw it Mikal, he has to take it from everything. Yaakov, is he has nothing, and therefore, yeshi kol, I have everything. I have nothing, and that comes to that realization that yeshi kol. Okay, this is the idea of the, of the Yavis. And again, it's, it's, it's a different perspective than most people. We tend to look at the Yavis in terms of more midas, in terms of uh, traits. Yeah. Hirsch, most, not surprisingly, we'll look at the Yavis much more in terms of the actual things that happen in their lives, and that's how he, and that's how he, he frames them. And that's, I think it's consistent, right? Avram is a life of chesed, a life of, uh, of, a life of bracha, you know, it's a life of chesed. Yitzchak, all right, Yaakov, I know it's tricky, for me, no matter how you, you, you point to it, you know, Yaakov is tricky, but this is the, uh, this is the, this is the first. Now, in terms of the Muram Basra, so here he, he has a case like this. 
So again, we have we have multiple pshatim in the medrash. What does this mean that Avram Avinu was Hashem Berachas Avram Bakoil? Avram is coming now at the culmination of his life. Hashem is Berachas Avram Bakoil, and everything that he had, he was successful. He traveled the world far and wide. He was recognized, appreciated. He was looked up to. Nasiyah likemata b'sifenu. And uh, so that's it. He's got everything. Well, the one thing that he doesn't have is he needs to take care of the future, and that's why he has to now find a wife for Yitzchak. Right? That's the next pasuk. He says, "Allah is a kambeisai. Find me a wife for Yitzchak." So Remeir says, "Hashem gave Abraham everything, a bracha, and everything, and that's going to include uh, right." So Zakt Remeir, that what was the bracha that he has no daughter? I mean, he has no daughter. Does that mean he has no daughter? That's a bracha. He didn't have a Sarah and Rifki didn't have. So. Rav Hirsch, and this is a basic thing, it seems very clear from halacha, right? Is that the role, that when a person has a daughter, the wife gets absorbed in the family of her husband. Right? Yerusha goes to, uh, to the sons, not the daughters, the daughters, they're in their husband's households. Right? The, the word for in-laws is cham and chamaisa, it's like a wall. It's a wall surrounding the daughter, they bring them into their family. Kibar ava'im even, even a daughter's own kibar ava'im, you know, if her husband, uh, she's Meshubad Labayla, and so, and as long as the husband doesn't let, she's exempt. Obviously, uh, most normal people would be very happy for their, for their wives to fulfill Kibar of Aim. But, you know, the ideal sense is, is that the daughter gets absorbed into the husband. So it's not like, oh, why, why do daughters not Yarshin? I mean, they're part of their husband's houses, and they get through the husband. That's the general sense. And so imagine if Abram had a daughter. Abram Avinu has a daughter. Who's, who's she going to marry? A Yitzchak, who's the son of Abram, who will lead that household. Okay, he can absorb a wife. Even him, go to my mishpacha, go to Lavan, and hope that you know you'll mitigate all the problems of Lavan. Right, first, maybe next week we'll talk about you know the problems of having a a, a sister of Lavan, a daughter of Besuel, as a as a as a as a mother. You know, you have a Yaakov and Esav. It's, it's kind of confusing. Right, first, uh, I was going to talk about this. I thought maybe it was too you know, to talk about Yishmael being the product of Avram and Hagar. You know, Avram Avinu on the one hand, and then Hagar, who all she wants is to be free and un, unrestricted and unbound by, uh, by civilization, Para Adam. That's why the, at the end of the Pasuk it talks about Yishmael living in They don't live in cities. It's Bechatzreim. They live in, in open areas. The Bedouins, that's the, uh, the, the Yishmael. Uh, okay, for some other time. But, uh, but so, so it's hard enough to have a son and to find a wife that's going to be able to build a household. But to have a daughter? What's going to happen if Avram had a daughter? So Hashem Berch has Avram Bakel by not giving him a daughter that he'll be able to have a, a family that it'll only be a Yitzchak that he'll be able to, to marry and to continue that on if he had a daughter that would be a, would be a terrible it would be a, ultimately a very terrible thing for Avram Abihud on the other says no he has a daughter he has a daughter and the Medrash maybe says the daughter was Bakhail in other words as Ben Rashi says that right that's what Rashi says yeah Bakhail means refers to Ben and that's why he found him a wife but the Medrash of Abbasah says that it's uh, so Abihud says no daughter that was the bracha because as I remember someone had a good chap. He says he wanted to bring a raya from Parshas Toldos, a smach, not a raya, a smach that Avraham Avinu had a daughter. Avraham Avinu had a daughter. So being we are a smach from Parshas Toldos that Avraham Avinu had a daughter. I want to think about it. We'll, 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 I'll tell you the answer. This is Gershon Kramer's, uh, Gershon Kramer's part. He says in Toldos, Yitzchak goes down to, to Eretz Plishtim because of the famine. And he has Rivka, and he tells Rivka, tell everyone that you're my sister. I mean, that's like Avram did that with Sarah, Yitzchak does that with Rivka, and Avimelech takes her. So he says, Avram was a well-known person. He says, if he had a daughter, the stomach people would know about it. He says, Yitzchak's coming and saying, this is my sister. The stomach of Avram had a daughter. It's a smach that Avram had a daughter, because uh, he was able to get away with saying that Yitzchak was, uh, that, that Rivka was, uh, was a sister. Okay, smach. So Rabbi Yudah says he had a daughter, and the, and the Gemara says that Yeshem, that the daughter was 
name Bakol, the idea is, is that Avram Avinu Bakol, Hashem gave him Bakol, Bracha, he traveled the world, he was in the sale, he people looked up to him. By having a daughter, and, and Avram Avinu, he lived by himself, kind of isolated in his tent, he didn't go out and, and spread, people came to him, they admired him, but to having a daughter, and maybe marrying her off, and he was able to extend his influence on Bakol. The idea of Avram Berch Hashem Bakol and in everything and, and, and finding the Rabbanu Shem and everything and the Brach and everything is accomplished, could be accomplished in part through his daughter. Not only did he have a daughter, but that daughter ultimately contributes to his Bakol. Right? Um, and then the last two sheet is Rebelazah HaMaydai and Rebelazah HaMaydai says, Rebelazah says that people came from east and west to, to consult to him. Rebelazah HaMaydai says that he had a gem. So Rebelazah says, you're getting shot in the Medrash over here. He says that that these Medrashim say he doesn't need a daughter to extend his influence. Avram Avinu's influence came from him himself. Now he says, if Avram Avinu, if Avram Avinu was a person who lived by himself, but he became very successful and very, very rich, people would look at him and say, okay, you know, there's a guy, he's a little hermit, he lives in isolation, we admire him, but he's kind of no shaykhist to us, right? And he's a great tzaddik, people like to go see a tzaddik once in a while, but then we go back into our own life and, uh, you know, it doesn't really influence us. Hashem made Avram Avinu a successful person that people could look up to, independent of, of his tzitkis. He uh, People looked at him and they got healed. People consulted with him because he was so smart. And in doing so, it created an attraction to Avram. And now people come and they'll get influenced by him. So this, is the, this is the idea. But again, the point is that Avram Avinu, according to a mayor, no daughter. Because a daughter would have posed a tremendous risk for her. But the other sheetahs say, no, he had a daughter, and through that daughter, what was the mission of Avram? Is that people should look up to him, and, and, and through looking up to him, spread the word of the Rosham, spread the truth of the Torah. And so either through a daughter he was able to accomplish that, by having a daughter and having her go out and marry, you know. Rav Hirsch will write about, um, in Hazinu he writes about this, the idea of Kaiso and Gullus, having a mission, we spoke about this in the 19 letters, that even though we're in Gullus, the idea of Kaisal, the ideal was being in Eretz Yisrael and being that you know, country and the successful country, their success comes from what? From their listening to Rebbe And other countries, other people look at them and admire Kaisal, the Earl of Goyim, the, the, right? that's, that's the, uh, the accomplishment. In Gullus, so what happens? How are we, how are we fulfilling our goal? The first talks about being amongst the Goyim sometimes could actually have even a, even a greater impact on them. We can live amongst the Goyim and they could see our behavior. And look, every, almost every positive you know, um, um, thing that's happened in the world, any positive movement, any moral and enlightenment of the world came through the Yidim, came through our influence. Sometimes it gets perverted, it goes a little bit too far. But uh, through us being, the idea of Avram having a daughter and through that daughter being able to, to fulfill his mission of Avram Berch Hashem Berch Avram Bakol. So through the daughter, and some say no, Avram Avinu was, uh, Hashem gave Avram this tremendous success, this tremendous power. People looked at him and they got healed for whatever that means, but that was something that attracted people to Avram without having to go out, without having to have a daughter being risked in the outside world. People came to him. People came from far and wide. People came from east and west to Avram Avinu to consult with him, to look at him. And then through then, he was able to spread his influence, which is like, you know, we always taught in yeshivas that uh, you don't have to go out and do Kiryav, you don't have to go out, you just sit in the base medish and, you know, it spreads and the word spreads. Okay, so this is the idea. But again, so just to reiterate, um, the idea that we've started off with is that the obvious idea of Avram Avinu, Shachris, light, success, the seal Kim, Yitzchak on the other hand, and he was Hashem Merchavam Bakel, and all of that, Hashem Berechis Avram. Yitzchak, he was already a life of jealousy, a life of isolation, success, but some isolation. This is Mincha, this is sunset, 
and uh, and uh, and that's how he, you know, he still takes the bracha mikal from everything that he has. He was able to see the good in the things that he did have, and then Yaakov, of course, who has nothing. That is the kailash. He sees it because he has nothing, and so he sees the good in everything. Um, and then Avraham Avinu, his mission of Bakal, his mission of spreading the word, his mission of being that Nasi Kim is accomplished best through not having a daughter, through having a daughter, through having other successes which can bring people towards him. All right.